You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another session Another breakdancing session of Everyday Attraction. Your feel-good sisters are here. We're so happy you're here. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we're happy that you joined us for yet another Everyday Attraction extravaganza, where basically we're two chicks sitting around talking about enlightenment. So glad that you're here. (laughs) Talking about what it is to be fully alive, fully present, fully in the mess of life (laughs) and coming out enjoying an expansion and we love the law of attraction but this is not this is not maybe the law of attraction you've heard of this to me is law of attraction law of attraction that's like boots on the ground uh feet in the sand this is this is delicious really enveloping law of attraction this is the stuff Mm -hmm. that you can use to truly see your life change and expand. And as we're going to talk about on today's show, get up to speed with who you really are. Did you know, did you know that Source has an opinion about you? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And you know, I was thinking it's funny because I was realizing the other day that I always talk about being so spiritual. And I, I realize people give you funny faces when you talk about spiritual because they're like, do you mean religious? Do you mean, are you into ghosts? Are you thinking you're psychic? Like, what does spiritual mean? And I realize that really what I focus on is energy. So if I just say energetic, it just takes away the spiritual, you know, like, what do you call it? The controversy maybe, and just focuses on vibration. So I'm, I'm vibration. And and your vibration has an opinion about you. And my vibration has an opinion about me, but nobody else. But nobody else. What I think is so interesting about this idea, and of course we, as many of you know, and if you're new to the show, we love, love, love the Abrahams. I have met so many people who I mentioned Abraham, like, oh, I love Abraham. But, you know, this teaching of beautiful, gorgeous Esther Hicks is always evolving because you know what? It's keeping up with us. It's changing and evolving with us. And they're giving us more new information. So if you think you know Abraham because you listened to them like two years ago, you I'm going to tell you, there's so much more to get up to speed with. And 
part of what they're saying to us is that source is always keeping up with who we've become. They are the ultimate coach, the ultimate assistant, because they are uh, ahead of us. This energy, this knowing, this broader intelligence, this infinite intelligence, it knows you, it knows what you want. It knows all the details that you need. And, and I love this idea that it's far enough ahead that it, but it also sees from a very, very broad perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's the important part, I think, to remember, because that broad perspective is so critical in who it is that we are becoming. And we can lose sight of that broad perspective because we're in the nitty gritty, right? We're in the physical, we're in the stop at the red light, you know, pack your bags, <laughs> physical kind of thing, where source is in this amazing place of high, ben- high energy, basking in the glory of you, way ahead of you. And beaming it back at you. But, but here's the thing. If you get crossways of their opinion of you, it's painful. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like having your uh, friend get up on the ladder and can see above the crowd of people what's happening all the way down the road. And we're like in the midst of the crowd, not being able to see more than two feet in front of us. Exactly. And, and I love that they, they break it down so simply that anytime you feel negative emotion, anytime you feel the worry, the doubt, the fear, those lower, the sadness, the anger, all that stuff, it's basically saying you've lost the perspective of source. You've lost the opinion of source, not forever. You've just become slightly disconnected from it. You're in the crowd. I like that. You're in the crowd where there's always a leg up. There's always, you know, that, that hand wanting to lift you up to see from the broader perspective, because when you dawn that perspective, that what Abraham talks about, the fullness of who you are, let's just take a moment with that, the fullness of who you really are. I mean, how great is it to have an energy beaming back at you? It's like this, you know, spiritual life raft that you can just, if you remember to and make it a priority, come to that perspective. So we're going to talk again this hour about sources point of view, that opinion of you and what happens when you get crossways of it, but also how can you reconnect to it? And what are some of the benefits of reconnecting and some of the tricks and of the trade, as they say, um, in how to become in that alignment? It, mm. You know, I, I love, I just love the trigger of negative emotion. And because we know what we know, the trigger of negative emotion, I love this because it simply says to me, whatever I'm thinking right now, Whatever I'm feeling right now is not what source knows about me. Yeah. But, and you know, on the, on the flip side of what we're talking about, about negative emotion, it's imperative and it's important and it's not bad or wrong to have anger or worry or doubt or guilt because that's when we know what we don't want and that's when we separate. And I love the separation. I love remembering that we're always going to separate from source because we're always going to come back into our connection with source. And so we have to separate and leave in order to experience what we don't want so that we can find the joy of the merging back into source. It is, it is that gorgeous dance. Um, It is that dance of, of moving in and out from that perspective. But I, I really love knowing, and it's such a gift from these teachers that anytime I start to feel those negative emotions 
I know that there's an opportunity in that moment to step back and see what it is that I'm missing. Like, what is it that I'm thinking that is not up to speed with what source knows about me? And Mm -hmm. it becomes, you know, if you can be more curious than frustrated, if you, you know, if you can be more of, of, isn't that interesting than what the hell is going on? Right. It's more of this inquiry, because if you know that the source always has your back, has this beaming, knowing truth telling of who you really are, you know, what I love about source and really having this relationship with source is that it knows your value. And sometimes we lose sight of our value. We get we get a little confused. We think what someone else values for us is our value, or we don't really know, you know, how much we're contributing or who we really are. And I and I just love that there's this way to come into alignment with this broader knowing and get that from this perspective. How powerful! I mean, I know Abraham talks about it all the time, but you know, they say one in alignment, and that's what we're talking about. When you when you get the broader view, you get into alignment. One one person in alignment is more powerful than a million that that are not. Uh-huh. So if you think you're, the people at work are going to mess you up, <laughs> don't worry, get in alignment. You know, it's powerful. It's powerful information. Um, but it's also important for us to know how to work with this too. Like you said, not to beat yourself so up. Important. Well, yeah. And the other piece is this is the leading edge and always this I loved, I was a math major and I like statistics. Always on the leading edge, there's going to be less people than in the masses. So because we're trained as kind of a societal way to ask other people what they think and ask other people how they feel about us or whatever, you know, we always have other people's opinions in, in the forefront of our mind. If we really continue with that, we're really going to get the masses information, not the leading edge information. And so if we want to stay on the leading edge, we can't really worry about what other people think because the majority of them are in the masses anyway. Yeah. And it's important to, to kind of have a real sense of where that information is coming from. You know, how, where are you picking up information about you? Are you picking it up from that, that lower ebbing crowd? Are you reflecting back simply what other people have told you you are? Or are you going to that vast intelligence, that all knowing, that point of source and, and getting your information from there? But, you know, what I also love about this work, but it makes it hard almost to talk about is how you reach back to that fullness to that point of contact to that broader point of view is so personal. You know, there's no formula where you go, you know, XYZ, and then boom, it's there. I love that it's personal, but it also makes it hard to talk about because everyone's going to have a different experience. But we know we're there when we feel when we feel that excitement, when we feel ecstatic, when we feel um, that, that almost invincibility that they talk about, you know, where anything is possible and your, um, and the resources will line up for you. That's sort of, and it's not an egotistical invincibility. It's just a remembering how supported you are, you know, but how you get back to that on a daily basis is, is really interesting. Um, I've been doing, you know, Heather talks a lot about visualizations and being visually motivated. And I feel that too. I have this one visual I've been doing lately where um, when I want to tap into that broader knowing, I'm getting in touch with the earth. 
just the planet itself, because it's so miraculous, this amazing ball that has the crust and the mantle and the core, and there's all this stuff going on. And I've been having this visual lately where I just drop in and I have like this imaginary, you know, um, knife that kind of cuts through the the crust of the earth and I pick it up and I look into this energy of this ball of fire that we're riding through space and I just get how supported we are how in perfect proximity we are to where it is that we need to go and I just sort of touch I don't even think about what it is that I'm wanting I don't get too specific I just let that energy of the planet just seep and come through me and then I kind of close my little portal hole and get on my way. But however it is that you get in touch with that broader knowing, that fuller sense, that point of view is so important in this walk and really understanding these principles, you know? Uh Uh-huh. It's so personal and it's profound at the same time and it really makes all the difference because they keep talking over and over again that it is that relationship with that broader self that really allows us to go into the contrast with confidence. To yeah. go, you know, to go into the muck and the mire and the craziness that happens on this physical plane with a certain level of confidence that you're anchored and you're supported. And so you can go in with a frame of mind that allows you to be open to solutions and rendezvous and opportunities that you otherwise wouldn't have if you were like you were saying in the crowd, you were only yeah. seeing from the crowd's vantage point. Yeah, I was, I've been getting, um, I love channeling because I, I get so much um, revelation. I've been getting this clarity about uh, my kind of vision, I guess, is that we're 90% non-physical. And I'm thinking, okay, how does that translate? And I think about it. And I'm like, okay, well, and I have, t- you know, a teenage girl, and a younger girl, and we like to listen to music and dance and bake and cook. And And I was thinking about all the things that are non-physical that anchor us into who we are. For instance, like music, you know, like have you ever heard a song and it just brings you back into a specific feeling from high school or childhood or whatever. And it's like all these translations of vibration. You can't see music as far as the, the sound of it coming through the air. You know, you can't see the smell of something coming from the flower into your nose it's non-physical, but that's what we are. We're, my, we're the majority non-physical. And so that whole sensation of smell and sound and sight and touch gives us that visceral emotion, that vibrational frequency. And that's what we are. And I'm like, gosh, why is it we talk so much that we're our mind and we're our bodies? You know, we think we're our thoughts. Um, it's just odd. I, I'm really getting a lot of clarity of the simplicity of this. It is elegant. It is elegant simplicity. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about understanding sources point of view and how to step into that broader, more generalized understanding so that you can dive deeply and deliciously into the desires of your heart. This is a lot of fun. We hope you'll continue listening and we'll be back right after the break. Stay tuned. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. 
It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here with your feel-good sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we're so glad that you're here talking about your source point, your broader point of view, and also really reveling in the fantastic opinion that Source has about you. You are unconditionally loved and seen for all the gifts that you bring, and there is, it's such comfort in knowing that uh, there is a strong platform that we stand on. And before we get back into the theme of our show, I want to talk uh, just briefly and thank our sponsor today for the show. Our sponsor this week is Nerium, and specifically EHT Brain Enhancing Supplement. Now, many of you might know Nerium with its positive business leader, Jeff Olson, at the helm for their skincare products, which, by the way, we love. But now they've teamed up with leading scientists from Princeton to provide an all-natural supplement for brain health, for cognitive health. They're calling it EHT, and it's for all ages and all stages of life. So EHT gives your body everything it needs to bring clarity and vitality to your thinking and feeling. It's a mood enhancer. It helps memory and focus. And the scientists at Princeton have teamed up to build this EHT brain enhancing supplement. It is patented and it's exclusive to Nerium. It's available today at this website, www.nerium, that's N-E-R-I-U-M, delirium, D-E-L-I-R-I-U-M.com. That's neriumdelirium.com. Simply click on buy products to give it a whirl. And we thank Nerium for their support. What an amazing high vibe, high vibing company. We also have at our website at everydayattraction.com, our blog, which gives you more information about the show. But more excitingly, you can book a session on the site with Heather, our alignment coach, our spiritual strategist of the Feel Good Sisters. And so if you're an influencer that needs support, if you're an uplifter that wants to bring more of these principles into your life, if you're looking for clarity, she can help. 
So book a complimentary strategy session. This is a summer special. It's a $450 value. Book a complimentary strategy session at our website, everydayattraction.com. Book a session is at the top. Don't go it alone. We're here for you and we want to support you. Back to our, our theme this week is really tapping into the understanding that there are two real clear trains of thought going on in consciousness about you. There is the opinion of source and there is oftentimes the personality or the more personal perspective of who you think you are. And we want to explore today mm. what happens when I get more in touch with this broader knowing of who I am, I get in touch, I get fed by this, um, this opinion, boy, isn't it wonderful to have someone who always has a fantastic opinion of you. Let's listen to a little bit from a recent Abraham workshop. Now, again, this is from the Caribbean cruise in 2015. When we play a little bit of Abraham, we give you a little uh, appetizer, a little uh, morsel of genius, but we encourage you to go to their website at abraham-hicks.com and purchase all of the uh, wonderful content that they publish and hopefully get on one of these cruises yourself someday. So let's listen to a little bit from a recent cruise workshop and it's called The Fullness of Who You Are. Here we go. We are extremely pleased that you are here. You're knowing what you are wanting? Are you enjoying the expansion of your desire? Do you believe that you are doing a good job of keeping up with it? Well, it takes some doing, doesn't it? Because desire expands rapidly. And so it is never something that you can be complacent about. It's important to be in that sensing mode, aware of how you're feeling, and catching the feelings early on, and then guiding your focus in order to accomplish a vibrational frequency that allows the receptive mode so that you are wholly, wholly, fully translating the experience of the moment. You are extensions of source energy. And as an extension of source energy, you're wanting to be in sync with the point of view of source. So it's helpful to know that source, your inner being, has a point of view about whatever you are doing right here, right now. Now, 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 now. Source has an opinion, a point of view about now. So the question, really the biggest question, the most important question that you're wanting to be aware of in any moment in time is what's your vibrational relationship with the vibration of that inner being part of you? Because sinking up to that frequency is what gives you that fuller view. It's what allows you to see through the eyes of source. But even more than all of that, it's what allows you to experience the fullness of who you are in any moment in time. If something has your attention and you're not feeling good, but you continue to give your attention to it so that momentum happens, then you become further and further divergent or resistant to that non-physical point of view and you feel less and less good 
because you are less and less you and because you are depriving yourself by the resistance that you are adding to the equation. You are depriving yourself of the clarity of alignment. You're depriving yourself of the good feeling in the moment. But also, you are depriving yourself of all of the experiences that are queued up for you in a vibrational vortex, in a vibrational state of being, that if you were not resisting them, you would be experiencing a more certain impulse or inspiration on your path for the fulfillment, for the manifestation that you like best as humans. We love you so much. You are human beings, but you're also human doers, human doings and eatings and smellings and hearings and feelings. You like that tactile, tangible translation. That's what you came for. That's what you came for. But it is supposed to feel good, yes. So are you feeling less inclined to just put up with what comes? And more inclined to be more specific? Are you realizing that if you get more specific than you've practiced, it backfires? Have you discovered the art of being general? The art of just looking for the general well-being? We're eager to talk with you about anything that matters to you. What is it? That was a yummy yummy bit of introduction and I just you know I, I know this perspective and I've heard it so many times but um, sometimes when you hear it in this context in the way that they're giving it you hear things for the first time mm-hmm. you know and I, and I love this um, where they were talking about the source is really up to speed with the expansion of who you are in this moment not yesterday, not a year ago, not two years ago. Right now, this, this, I love how current source is about you. Don't you love that? Yeah. It, I guess it's because it's just vibration. So the only vibration there is, is the one there is right now, because there's no way to track a vibration that was yesterday. Exactly. So there's a freshness to this vantage point. And we talk about wanting to hook up with this expanded point because desires are constant contrast and the desires that are happening are constantly allowing us to expand. And I love that source is keeping up, but we can't keep, we can't be complacent. You know, are we aware of that expansion point? Are we feeling what source is feeling about us? (laughs) Are Um. you, you know, are you guiding your focus so that you can be in the vicinity to catch the vision to catch the understanding of what source knows about you. I mean, that's a movie I want to see, right? Yeah. Can you imagine? I love when they've said, not, they didn't say it in this track, but if you knew about you, what we know about you, you know, if you saw you the way we saw you, I, I love that phrase because they see us in a way that we don't see ourselves. And it's like, we have to um, stop for a moment and actually ask to see things through that vantage point through the eyes of source. I love, I love those glasses. I love putting on those glasses and really, um, allowing myself to, to bask in that vision, in that collective energetic vibrational vision and to get prompted 
by that vision. You know, Abraham has been saying more and more recently, don't worry about thinking thoughts. Don't worry about you conjuring up thoughts. Sync up with the thoughts that are already vibing and like, let the thoughts think you get into that high vibrating place. And that's really what we're talking about when you sync up with source. Not only do you get, um, you know, the intuitive understanding of things, you get problem solving, you you really get an incredible vantage point that is amazing to behold. And you kind of allow those broader thoughts to think you. Mm. I I loved also at the end of that um, clip that you just played, when they were talking about, are you ready to stop just letting letting the universe kind of decide for you what's happening and you decide for it, which is kind of what you're saying. And then they also said about going general, you know, go general until you can go specific. And then when you get to the point where you're too specific, you it, when it doesn't feel good anymore, you pull out and go general again. And it's just that reminder. like We want to go more specific, more specific, but then we want to go more general, more general. If we're feeling, if we're feeling good, go, more specific if we're feeling yucky go more general yeah and that we find that recipe it's the recipe for success it is it is um i just got a um a vision of a tango dance you know it's that kind of intimate tango where you're feeling that movement and wanting to be led by source letting them make that movement so you can experience so they they got really specific there They, they said that source is experiencing your life from that broader vantage point so they're in the moment with you and you might be having a really crappy time and source is seeing this from a whole different perspective it's really having quite a party with your life. And it's, it's caused this beautiful vantage point um, that is just kind of a bummer to miss out on, you know, to be cut off from that. And, and I heard them pretty clearly that the more kind of cut off that you get from it, we can't get completely cut off because we're always connected at some level. But the more and more cut off you get, the more and more difficult it is to sync up with it. Like this is a practice. It is a focus practice um, because we want to be able to embrace the now, the now, the now of what source has conjured up. And like there, I, I just, you know, they, they sometimes will talk about the Abrahams will talk about what they see in our vortex. You know, and they talk about the tangible stuff that, that they talked about, the tactile stuff. They see houses, they see relationships, they see businesses, they see money flowing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That is absolutely what we came for. We came for the tactile experience. But they also see the ease to which this is all coming to us. Like work is not part of their vibrational vocabulary. It's it's more of just being in that receptive mode. And I don't know, there's just such a um, an exciting, I get very excited when Abraham starts to see about what, you know, talk about what they see. It's almost like people that go to uh, see a psychic because they want to know what's coming. And it's like, well, what <laughs> a source. <laughs> try inside. Yeah, try doing, trying to do the sync. You know, I mean, I sync up with a lot of my apps because I have all these different devices. I have, you know, the iPads and the phones and the computers. And I love, you know, when I go to a program and I sync up and everything gets up to speed and like all the notes get up to speed, all the calendar events get up to speed. And that's what happens when we sync up with source. They are up to speed with what we've asked for today and mm-hmm. how it's shifted from yesterday because we're always changing and, and, and they're aware of that. And I love that feeling of being in sync 
of with that broader perspective, because then I can rest and relax and know that as long as I'm hooked up, I'll get all the intuition, all the information, all the rendezvous points, all those um, impulses. We, we, we talk about impulses. Their, their impulses are so important. Impulses from source. It's fantastic. Mm. Um, you know, having to, that, that sort of in the moment, this is where we need to go, go left, go right. It gets that specific because that's the kind of love that's holding you. Um, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll talk more about syncing up with source and really allowing yourself to, to dive into what source is offering you and release deprivation, release any kind of deprivation because source is beaming that love. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Ever notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it... You've been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here with Ray and Heather 
on our Feel Good Flow porch here. We're talking about syncing up with source and understanding the broader perspective of source. And you know, Heather, this is something that um, I really do think that it is a daily practice. Mm-hmm. And I have been in that situation where I haven't done the practice. I haven't done, I don't even want to call it work, but I haven't done the focus. I haven't really um, been in touch with how I'm feeling. And it has sort of a momentum where you get deprived and then an experience gets more and more deprived. And suddenly I'm losing my, you know, I'm losing that connection. And then I get really tired. And so it's so, you really see how this is either going with the energy or fighting against it. Absolutely. I, I, um, I love that piece too, that they're, they're talking about how, um, we don't have to necessarily know what we want because so many of my clients sometimes are like, I just don't know what I want. I can't make a decision. Um, source knows what we want and source already has that information. So sometimes, you know, I always talk about that phrase that I've gotten from them that, they say to to me is we've got the how you be the allow. We don't need to know how we're going to get what we want or remember what it is we want or decide between this person or that person in our lives. (laughs) We just allow ourselves to focus on how we want to feel and just let it all play out. We don't have to make these like huge decisions. I, I just think about things sometimes where like, should I break up with this person? Should I sell my house? Should I quit my job? Should I, you know, and try to make these big life altering decisions. And we sync up with source going, tell me what to do. Give me a sign. Tell me, tell me, you know, <laughs> I always just think of source laughing at us, just not really laughing at us, but laughing with that. <laughs> um, it's like, there isn't a right way to do it or a wrong way to do it. And there isn't a sign that's going to say, turn left and if you turn right you're you've lost everything you know I mean it just it doesn't work that way um so I think we can relax a little bit and just know that sources source has our back we're so supported like you said earlier about the molten and the the core and the we're so supported we're so supported I mean it's hysterical that we worry about anything when I you know when you just look at the complexity of of everything that's that's happening in nature and in our bodies I mean it's just laughable that you know that we toil at all um and and that doesn't mean that we're without contrast that that again we're here for this expansion point that comes from a certain amount of deprivation that then we come back into the remembering of who we are and we come back into the alignment it is this dance that we can come to peace with and and understand it but at some level worry doubt fear all those kind of low vibing emotions the reason they feel so bad is because they're so opposite of who we really are you know if if we felt worried out and fear and, and it was okay and it didn't feel so bad that that would be completely opposite of what is actually um, the vibrational energy exchange that we're feeling here. The reason it feels so bad is because source is like, ah, I can't get on. I, I can't, I can't line up with you there. Can't join you. Yeah. And it's that it feels bad because source won't join us there. We're separate in and, that moment. And I love that our emotions are the barometer of that distance 
that distance between where source is beaming and where we're thinking in the moment. I love that the emotions are the actual map that are telling us, well, how far am I from how source sees it? I remember hearing one time Abraham talk about the, the experience and the emotion of, or of disappointment. And someone had asked, well, what is disappointment? And in the moment, they said, when you're feeling disappointed, you're telling yourself you can't have the essence of something that source is already delivered. Uh-huh. So the very experience of disappointment means that you actually have it. You're just not aware of it. <laughs> right. Which is true for all things because all things are already done. We just haven't lined up to receive it yet. And there's 20 or 30 or 40 different ways that it could come in. Like there isn't just one path. I think some but people. Millions. Yeah. We, millions we, of ways. <laughs> you know, we get all caught up in like the one soulmate or the one perfect job or the one perfect town we have to live in. And if I don't do this, then all the other stuff would line up. And I love this ability for us just to relax. There's like Abraham said this recently in a workshop. There's 20 or 30 ways in every moment that source can deliver the essence of what it is that you're asking for. So you don't get that job. There's 20 or 30 other ways that you can bring income in. You didn't get that relationship. There's 20 or 30 different relationships waiting to happen in this moment that will deliver you the essence of what it is that you were wanting. I mean, I've gone back to that over and over again. And just when things didn't kind of work out, it's such a, a relief to go like, no worries, 20 or 30 different ways in every moment. Um, and this Let's talk a little bit about this dance between getting specific in general. You mentioned it in the last segment. I think it's really important to understand it Mm -hmm. uh, because it's something that you can use every day. So, you know, they want us to be specific about what it is that we want, but only to the point where we don't start to feel. Well, I would just say yucky. Yeah. As soon as we start to feel yucky, then we've gone too specific. As soon as we start to, yeah, as soon as we start to feel stressed about how to make it happen, or we start to get to that point of worry, doubt, fear about how, as soon as we get too specific about what we want, we need to back up into that more general, general sun. You know, the sun came up today. Life is good from a from a very broad perspective. Oh, lungs are breathing, feeling good, you know, get to that broader place. And then when we've sort of gotten our uh, vibrational balance, if you will, once you have the balance, then you can start to have fun with the with being more specific about the particular desire, whatever it is, whether it be on the physical plane, or the metaphysical plane. Um, but I, I do love that again that barometer when I start to get too specific about a situation and I start to get into the weeds I love that I know what to do I love Mm. that you just step back and you say you know what everything almost works out for me that's usually my kind of like gun out of here this is my you know okay I got too specific I got too invested in how I think this should happen I got too attached to the condition that this condition has to be a certain way in order for me to be happy. I'm right. re- I'm in the weeds and I get whew, right back into it. You know what? Everything always works out for me in some way, some level. It happened actually yesterday in our family. So my little one, who's so funny, she said that she talked to Nana, which is my mom who passed away a few years ago on the other side. 
and Nana's going to help us win the lottery. So she t- she takes me to the store. She's like, we need to go to the store now and buy these lottery tickets, which I never buy lottery tickets. So I'm like, oh, okay, let's all, you know, I'll indulge her. So we go to the store, we buy the lottery tickets. She gets all excited. And then she's like, we're going to win, we're going to win, we're going to win. I know it, I know it. And then she's checking the numbers, she's checking the numbers, and then she got so devastated that we didn't win, you know. <laughs> like, oh, no, we didn't win the lottery. This is terrible. She's crying and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm thinking, okay, there's a specific example of getting too specific, you know, and and expecting this windfall to come only in this one specific way on this day from this Powerball, you know, lottery ticket. And so I asked her, I said, well, let me ask you a question because she, of course, knows all of my, what she calls my spiritual weird stuff. Um, How would you feel if we won the lottery ticket? You know, if we won the lottery, and she's like talking about how she's going to feel, she's going to be happy and she's going to be appreciative and she's going to feel focused and all these things. And so um, then I said, well, what's another way that you feel like that now? And we started just changing the subject over into those, those emotions. And she followed me there. She stopped crying and she kind of just went on that path. And so it was just a great example of what it feels like to go too specific because we get into that lack, like this is the only way if this one thing doesn't happen, then we're we're doomed, you know, like we're lost. Yeah. yeah. And we, it, we miss that whole experience of source saying, Oh wait, it's going to be so much better than a, than a lottery ticket. It's going to be way more fun. It's going to be way more expansive than that. Um, although that would be a bad way. It's just that I love that they're, you know, that that's just, that's not an end point. That's a beginning point. And I love how you're able to translate that, um, you know, to someone who, it would seem like this would be the one way that it should work. And then if it's not this way, then you lose period, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's really challenging to, um, to take the elegant simplicity of this work and be able to, to translate it with kids in that moment. I think that's really a wonderful thing to be able to do because the principles are standing so strong in every circumstance like that. Um, recently someone had asked in the hot seat and I can't remember what workshop it was where they asked, you know, you know, can you be too general all the time? Like, can you get to the point where you're so general that you never really, um, you know, enjoy the specifics. You just sort of stay in this sort of general all is well. I don't really think about anything too specifically. And would that, you know, be a negative? And um, Abraham said, it's impossible because when you stay in the generalized point of view, you're actually hooking up with source, which is a more generalized understanding of well-being and that the specific good can still come to you even when you're staying in the general. And I really love that because I got to admit, I, I just adore moving into that more general place. I, I think mm. part of it is that, um, you know, we were talking about this on a couple of shows ago that I'm less inclined to be specific about the desires that I want. I'm really wanting source to lead the way to reveal it. So I'm, I'm loving just basking in this more generalized uh, knowing of well-being and then letting source spin the specifics. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, it definitely makes sense. And I think that's one of the things that could potentially be controversial about people that say, you know, oh, I don't understand this Abraham thing because um, you want you, you want to appreciate where you are and want something more at the same time. So sometimes it's hard for us to 
think, how can I be specific and general at the same time? How can I be happy with what I have and want something more at the same time? So it's one of those things where we think it's this all or nothing or black and black or white. And I think the general aspect is so important for us to go to because we spend so much of our lives deciding, like, what do I want to eat? What do I want to watch on TV? What kind of car do I want to drive? What outfit should I wear? And it's all this specific stuff. Um, but really, how often do we think about, oh, when I drive this car, I feel so relaxed and I feel so confident and I feel so just grounded and, and alert or whatever. So I think it's just learning how to focus on the feelings within the topics that is something talk about every day if we're going to do something every day it's really focusing on how do we feel when i blah 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 how do i feel when i blah 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 how do i feel and that's the thing that we don't really learn from society i don't think no we don't and and i think um they've also been talking a lot about this this idea of looking to specific situations or conditions in your life in order to prompt your feel good flow, like this has to be in place in order to feel good, in order for me to tap into my my well being. And I really love this idea of even releasing any conditions that have to be a certain way in order for me to be in the flow. I mean, that's even more general, right? Nobody has to be any different than they are in order for me to tap into this generalized um, understanding of, of my well-being. And oh, thank God. Thank you so much. You mean I don't have to be 20 pounds lighter or 20 years younger or $100,000 a year richer? Exactly. Exactly. There's like... <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> There's like no waiting. This is the philosophy mm-hmm. of no waiting, you know. Um, but but then what, what they talked about, and I've experienced this before, is that when you hang out in that generalized feel-good flow and 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 then suddenly you don't need a big event to feel good. It's it's like the little ordinary moments become transcendent. Um, there'll be a moment in traffic where you feel the presence of God, where you feel the presence of source, you know, overwhelm you and t- to, to tears of joy. I mean, you it's ridiculous, right? Suddenly the, the ordinary becomes this extraordinary fulfilling experience. I mean, doing the dishes can be, you know, a nirvana experience. And so, I, you know, I think when we hang out, and again, that's the vantage point of source, when we hang out in that place, um, suddenly the ordinary is extraordinary and we don't need extraordinary things in order to feel profoundly happy and connected. We don't need any of it. And um, there's a freedom that comes uh, upon us when we're able to release that need to control and to have something happen and need a desire to be specific. I think ultimately, that's really what we're craving is that freedom. You know, just to not have to make anything happen, to not have to figure it all out, to just truly be present in the moment and be able to move and shift freely as we, uh-huh. you know, as we feel desired to do so. It feels... You think you that's know. everybody wants that freedom? Because I, I think about the freedom all the time and I'm like, I wonder if I'm the only one. Is that a inherent, like everybody in a body wants freedom or... I think so. I think so. And I think where we got messed up is we think we can get the money. If we get the money, we can get the freedom. 
you know, and so we get kind of focused on get the money because it looks like once we have the money, you can have the freedom and it, it, you know, and it's kind of opposite of what, you know, what these teachers are saying is that once you receive that freedom, then all the resources, whatever they need be, will support you. Cause that's, you know, truly the freedom is who we are. No one can think for you. You are truly free. And what do they always say? You're so free. You can choose bondage. Yeah. <laughs> and so many of us do. I mean, I think I, I definitely chose bondage a lot of my life because I didn't, I guess I didn't know the difference at the beginning, but bigger picture is because we hit the ground running and we wanted to come in and getting clear on all the things we didn't want. So in a way, bondage is just really getting all the things you don't want out of the way. Yeah. And we <laughs> so and you can move towards the things we want. Exactly. And we come alive to the, all the false premises that we've been hanging and dragging around with us. And we're like, this is no longer working for it's me. It's all good though. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's all good. It's so funny. I have my one brother, my little brother. Um, he has said, it's all G, it's all G since he was a little kid. And I was like, oh, he's so lackadaisical. He just thinks everything is good. What is he crazy? You know, that was the analytical logical math major I was and now in this place where I've gotten to I'm like oh it's all good <laughs> got it <laughs> hang on long enough and the goodness will be revealed well we've actually come to the end of our hour we hope that you've heard something that you can take away your everyday takeaway into your life so that you can remember the fullness of who you are and how to get to the vantage point of, for, of source because then even the ordinary life becomes extraordinary and extraordinary is who you are. So thank you, Heather. Thank you for being mm -hmm. an extraordinary co-host of this show. And we wish you all lots of love and we'll see you next time. Feel good, sister. Feel good, sister. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. Sendoutcards.com slash attraction. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. 
It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Reverend Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on unityonlineradio.org and on iTunes. Tens of thousands of listeners, like you, have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program, Touching the Stillness, one of the longest-running programs on Unity Online Radio. Paulette's latest album of guided meditations, Blissful Stillness, is a new and different experience. The mystical quality of her beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations, which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. Experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at shop. Dot unityonline.org
When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that, right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles, because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Rev. Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on unityonlineradio.org and on iTunes.